The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. This is a site populated by militant movie buffs, sad, pathetic little bastards living in their parents' basement, downloading what they think is inside information about movies and actors they claim to despise yet can't stop discussing. But Affleck was the bomb in Phantoms. Word, bitch. Phantoms like a mall fucker. What's up now? Uh, all right. Uh, so here we go. Now, this is the shoot-back section. This is where the people who read the news get to chime in with their two cents. For example, we got a guy here with the chick magnet net handle Wampa One. I, for one, will be boycotting this movie. Who's with me? Then there's like uh, 50 more posts of people who are joining Spartacus. Here's Boycott. Episode 18. Welcome to Pop Culture Leftovers. I'm Brian Frederick. I'm Jason Piper. I'm Jake Elliott. And I, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're the, we're the leftovers. Whatever. I'm I'm used to Dan being here. Yeah. So uh, I'm ready. I miss Dan. Yeah. I'm like I'm waiting for like that fourth person to jump in and be like, and I'm fuck nuts McGee. Yeah. <laughs> and it just didn't happen. So uh, yeah. Thanks for bailing me out, though, guys. Yeah. <laughs> we got your back. Yeah, that's fucking teamwork. Um, yeah, so um, been an interesting week, to say the least. Uh, I mean, I, I guess uh, let's get right to it. I mean, the big news this week was uh, 2015's Pirates of the Caribbean 5 got a title. 
Yes. Ooh, ooh, what is it? Uh, Dead Men Tell No Tales. So that's what our episode's going to be on. Uh, uh, can I go ahead and give my rating on this? Sure, on the on the uh, title. Topperware, Topperware, Topperware. <laughs> so no, I, I mean that's not it. But the, the big news, the big news is I'd have to say is that Dan Hill is returning to Pop Culture Leftovers next week. Oh snap! Oh yeah, woohoo! He awesome. Is, that is good. That is big news. But that's still not the big news that I was talking about. Um, the big news that happened this week, of course, we all knew it happened on Thursday. Ben Affleck was announced as the next Doctor Who. No. <laughs> really? No. Are you serious? No. Okay. Uh, it was announced on Thursday by Warner Brothers that Ben Affleck will be cast as the next Batman in the Batman versus Superman film. Um, basically, I, I'd like to say Affleck just messed up our entire show that we had planned this week. I mean... Literally, uh, we had a completely different show planned for this week. That's not happening now. It's all about the Affleck casting. Um, we planned on answering listener questions this week. We had some you know, top five lists that we were going to go over. None of that. Not now. Now all we need to do is just talk about this. Um, I mean, all the, I think like all of our listeners had the chance on our Facebook page, uh, you guys agree, to talk about this. And yes. we had to kind of keep our mouth shut for, for this program, for this show, because, like, you know, who wants to, like, you know, give it all away in a Facebook post? This is how we feel about it. So we've been hold- we biting our tongues. Like, we have been talking privately, and, and now you're going to learn our thoughts about the Affleck casting. So we're, we're not going to do a new segment. Uh, I mean, we were going to do a new segment, but now we're not. I mean, you know, who, seriously, who wants to wait to open their presents on Christmas? So let's just get right fucking to it. We're diving into this son of a bitch. Heck yeah. yeah. Pop culture leftover special report here. Yeah. I, you know, honestly, I don't think <laughs> I've ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I don't think I've seen our Facebook page so active as no. it has been as far as like opinions and things like that. You know? Yeah. Uh, and I want to thank everybody for that. It's been a lot of fun like listening to everybody's opinion, uh, you know, about the casting. People are really passionate about this. Um, and, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. Thanks a lot. We, it's great that we yeah. have fans. We really saw that this week. We don't have fans. We have listeners. You and your leftover army and your fucking fans. <laughs> Who the fuck do you think you are? Do you think you are Ben Affleck or something? <laughs> how, no, seriously, Jake. How many fucking autographs have you signed? <laughs> Couple. <laughs> yeah, fucking traffic tickets and violations and shit. Oh yeah, definitely those. Yeah. As, as for fans, quote unquote, you haven't signed shit. <laughs> I'm, His mom is I, a big fan. I personally am humble. I'm not like Jake on his fucking, you know, leftover army soapbox, General Jake. But, you know, I'm glad. We, I'm just humble that we have listeners, a lot of great listeners, and, and, and we have some great opinions to read. So for that, I thank you. Yeah, it was an interesting week reading everybody's uh, comments on this, and not and not being able to really say anything about it in response was really difficult. And <laughs> a, a lot of people had a really really good points, but uh, yeah, now you're going to get to finally hear what we have to say. And thanks again; that was really great hearing from all you guys this week. Yeah, we do have a very unique uh, rating system, so I am going to go ahead and play that. If you if you're new to the show, then I want to explain the rating system here with our little audio drop. The rating system is simple. If the leftovers don't like something, they toss it. If they do like something, they suggest you taste it. And if it's brilliant, it gets a Tupperware rating. 
if all the leftovers love it, then it gets the pinnacle of success, a Tupperware party. All right. Um, I, I did want to start off before we jump into ours. Uh, oh, shit. Hey, Chad, you're here. Fuck. Yeah, hey, how's it going? You know, hey, Chad. Seriously, what up, Chad? You're, you're like the redheaded stepchild of the fucking show. <laughs> I'm just a little bastard. Yep. Yeah, we forgot about you, man. Sorry. Yeah, Chad's here. Yeah, I'm here. What up? <laughs> <laughs> fucking with you. Um, <laughs> Side note. No, it's no. Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> I just figured you're gonna put an asterisk like on the uh, on the you know on the episode at the end or something. Oh, by the way. <laughs> so uh, what the hell was that? What was that? It was a motorcycle. <laughs> I, I, I thought Jake and maybe... Riding through the studio? <laughs> Sorry, guys, I did Taco Bell before the show. <laughs> no, I thought you started like a chainsaw or something over there. Like. Reenacting my favorite scene from Evil Dead over here while we podcast. <laughs> J- Jake is Ash. Okay. Um, okay, I don't know where to go now with the show. <laughs> I, I'm lost. Well, good night. All right, and hey, yeah, we'll see you guys next week on <laughs> Pop, <laughs> Pop Culture Leftovers. Um, hey, we forgot to uh, rank what we thought about Ben Halfway. <laughs> oh, that's all right. We'll that's, do that next that's week. fine. Next week, guys, just hold on one more week. Um, so uh, before uh, we jump into ours, um, Dan Hill, he is going to be coming back next week, which is great news. I did want to start off with his rating. He, he's not here this week, but he did send me some audio. So let me go ahead and see if I can play that real quick. It'll probably take an hour for it to load up, but hopefully, we'll I, yeah. Here we go. So here's my rating for the, uh, the Batman Benner for news. Um, this is obviously a huge toss it. Um, this might be some of the worst news I have ever heard. The world is shaking right now. I cannot believe, out of all the talented actors out there, fit for Batman, they pick him. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like the town. I like Dargo. But come on, Batman? I really hope I wake up from this nightmare. Cavill's probably sitting in a, in a corner somewhere with his knees to his chest, rocking back and forth. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if he started smoking meth. Out of this board to work with this clam shot at eating Fenway Park attending asshole. I'm highly disappointed. And then after this movie, we'll probably see Goodwill Hunting 2, aka Batman and Robin. I mean, my week is ruined, and now 2015 is dead to me. Way to go, WB. You just pissed off every Batman fan on the planet. Well, guys, I'll talk to you about a week or so. See you later. All right, yeah, so that was uh, Dan Hill's thoughts on uh, the old Affleck casting. So he's excited uh, for it then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think I heard a Tupperware in there. Something. It sounds like he's excited for sequels, too. Yeah. Right. He did talk sequels, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, I don't know. I, we haven't really discussed like who wants to go first this week or anything like that, but, uh, I mean, whoever does want to go first, by all means, jump in. I'll jump in real quick. I, I'm going to go ahead and toss it. Um, I have nothing personal against Ben Affleck. I'm not by any means a Ben Affleck hater, but it's just not good casting for Batman Bruce Wayne. I just don't see him as that character at all, um, especially with the darker style that we've been accustomed to with the last few Nolan movies and the direction the comic book has been for the last five-plus years. I mean, Affleck just seems so goody-goody for Bruce Wayne Batman to me. I just do not buy it at all. Just way too shiny Hollywood clean to be that character. I don't know. I don't know what you guys think. Well, who, um, yeah, who wants yeah, to go next? Um, I, I, 
I agree uh, to a point. I mean, I I went ahead and spent four ninety nine today so that I could rent uh, Argo, um, which I loved. Uh, it was a great movie, um, but I'm not basing that on his acting merit. And um, it, it isn't anything personal against Ben Affleck as a person. I don't know him. Um, I'll never know him. Uh, but as far as his acting chops go, I, I don't see him being able to be the be the Batman that we know today. Um, as, you know, especially since the new Fifty Two series Batman and the Christopher Nolan movies, we have a much different Batman today than I think somebody like Ben Affleck can play. And we had so many choices, uh, so many obvious choices before he came along. Like, he wasn't even in my mind to, to be this character. No, not even on the radar. I wasn't, like, debating, you know, months and months ago whether he was even considered. So, you know, that that to me was kind of a shock in the first place. And then, you know, second of all, just ba- like I said, based on his career and what he's done, even though Argo was great, I haven't seen The Town, but I heard The Town was, you know, amazing. Um, but to me, he's always going to be Ben Affleck. And that's my, that's my problem is seeing him – as Batman, I'm just going to be thinking Ben Ben Affleck. I don't think he's a chameleon type character like Christian Bale, who did like the Machinist. I mean, come on, this guy, this guy's changed so many times, movie to movie. Now, granted, not all of them were great, but here was an actor where you weren't thinking Christian Bale the whole time. You know, it was more like this guy is Batman, and when he puts on the mask, he's Batman. He's way different than Bruce Wayne. He's a different beast, and. Uh, I, yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to toss this decision to cast him. I'm not saying I'm tossing the next movie, um, but I'm saying I'm tossing this decision as as Batman. I'm not happy about it, and and again, it's nothing personal against the guy, but that's it's not sitting well with me. And I tried really hard. I spent money to you know really try and appreciate him, and I, I just don't see it. Okay, uh, hey Chad, I want you to go next. Yeah, I uh, actually I watched Daredevil today uh, again just to uh, just to, like watch it in the viewpoint of what I don't know like what I would see in, in Affleck as as uh, as Batman and I, I guess kind of like what Jay said it was just it was such a shock to me because if you were looking online and you're reading on all these different sites you know Affleck's name was was not something that was around. It wasn't even being considered. So I, part of that I think was just straight up culture shock. Like, Holy crap. I, where did this come from? It was completely out of left field. Uh, I'm definitely, I'm going to say toss it as well. I, I just, I don't know. You know, I, I was reading an article earlier today, you know, where Snyder had has been quoted as saying, you know, he can create a layered portrayal uh, of Batman, but I just, I don't see it. I I really don't. So, you know, hopefully he can prove us all wrong. But as of right now, Batfleck, uh, just not uh, not interesting to me at all. So. OK, yeah. Um, let's see here now. I, I'm just going to start off by saying uh, and this is Brian, by the way, I, I, I guess people have a hard time keeping us straight. Um, but uh, when people doubt you, I mean, sometimes it can elevate your performance. Uh, do you guys agree? Yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah. Okay, I mean, so I'm thinking maybe could all the criticism on the internet give Ben Affleck this inner push? I don't know, maybe to become the best Batman or Bruce Wayne he can be. Um, honestly, if, if he's smart, 
right now Ben Affleck is reading every great run on Batman that he can right now in preparation for this. Um, the question is, can Affleck possibly provide a great performance of Batman? Um, to that answer, to answer that question, I'm going to say yes. I, I think somewhere in him, if he pushes himself, then yes. Uh, but given the look at the body of work from an acting standpoint that we've seen, I'm, I'm going to say I am about 90% sure um, that he's not going to. Um, so right now, going off past performances, uh, I'm going to give this a toss it for right now. Right. Um, I'll explain why as the podcast goes on. Uh, I am going to finish this with why the casting of Affleck may work. But, I mean, you're going to hear some negati- negativity out of me today. Don't get me wrong. But I also have reasons, and I think they are very good reasons, as to why this might succeed and take everyone by surprise. But I'm going to get to that later. Because this is a very divisive decision to cast him. And, I mean, I know we've talked about, like, who's been on the radar, radar who's not been on the radar. I think every fucking article that's been out there has been people that have been on the radar for us as fanboys. Yeah. We yeah. had no freaking clue what Snyder was thinking. So no. everybody that we thought was on the radar was not even in contention, in my opinion. Yeah, that's true. probably true. Um, so, you know, I, I do feel bad for, like, the fans of of Batman and even of Man of Steel, uh, you know, uh, and especially for, you know, I mean, th- guys, think about all the fans, like, right after Snyder made the announcement at San Diego Comic-Con, if, if they, imagine if they would have shown, right after they showed that logo, <laughs> right after they showed that logo and everybody was like, oh my God, no way, and freaking out, imagine if he would have came back out there and said, and, uh, oh yeah, Ben Affleck is going to be Batman. <laughs> he could have been killed. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, guys, that's like winning the lottery and then five minutes later finding out you have herpes. <laughs> <laughs> that announcement deflated every person that was in Hall H. That, that announcement would have deflated every person in Hall H that day. That's, yeah. a, that's a great point. Seriously, Ugh. you might have uh, well just had Ben Affleck there dressed as O'Bannon from Dazed and Confused. And have him beat you with a board before you left the event. <laughs> Squeal like a pig, boy. Well, you know, that would have been the reaction there at Hall H because the people were so excited that they were going to see Batman. And I, I think a, a casting like that, we would have gotten a real reaction from real fans. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not saying the people that support Affleck are not real fans, okay? Not right. saying that at all. Um, hey guys, can we admit that there would be any amount of trepidation to any actor that they casted in this? Yeah, no one would yeah. have been perfect for this role. It's just too iconic of a character. Yeah, well, I agree. especially since it's so soon after Christian Bale. Well, that, it, that's the other thing. You know? and, and there would have been trepidation about Christian Bale too, just because that was supposed to be in its own universe, and that story kind of wrapped itself up. Yeah, you would have had people saying, oh, this is bullshit, that right. story was ended, you know. Right, right. That's not what the creator wanted. You're going against what the creator wanted, which is Christopher Nolan, 
And I think that would have caused stirred some problems. Do you guys agree or disagree? Oh, I agree. Yeah, I, I agree too. I mean, even even though I wanted him, I I think sure. you're right. I think there'd be too much. Um, there's too much baggage with the previous trilogy. So. Yeah, it'll yeah. get all days of future past if you start doing shit like that. Absolutely, good point, man. I agree. Um, you know, and it's not like I wouldn't want to see Christian Bale back as him, but I, I think uh, I. Th- I'm glad we got those movies, but in a way, it's like you know, I'd like to see like an alternate uh, timeline here where we didn't get those movies and we could have seen Bale be this Batman, but that'll never happen. Yeah. So, I mean, even if it was Anson Mount, the guy that we've kind of been going for, you know, Jay likes Ryan Gosling. I I like Ryan Gosling. Uh, You know, you watch Drive, and I mean, that's proof that I think he could pull off the character. Um, You know, even Carl Urban. Uh, we we like those guys, some of us, and I think there still would have been some trepidation with those actors too. Just like Anson Mount, I'm not sure how good. I know he'd be an awesome Batman, but I don't know how great he'd be as Bruce Wayne. I agree. Can I can I throw something out there? Sure. Do you think um, how much of this was Zack Snyder, and how much of this was possibly Warner Brothers just wanting to get permanently in bed with Ben Affleck? It's Warner Brothers, 100. percent yeah, I it's mean, I think, I think at this 100%. point it, it was out of Zack Snyder's hands. Um, you've got Ben Affleck, who has been very successful with the movies that he's directed. Uh, you know, you know, The Town, uh, Argo. And so, in a way, this is kind of like them uh, having him in their hip pocket to use later on down the road for these movies that they want to have directed. You know, I mean, that's where he's excelling right now. Yeah, and it works out for him, too. I mean, you know, he'll be able to do whatever he wants if this is a success. Does it really, though, Jake? I mean, is he not taking a step back? He was taking strides forward, directing. Is this going to tarnish what he's been doing if he he does not do this right? Yeah, It, it it very well could. But if it succeeds, it could it could also be a great help to him in his career. It, it's a huge test to Ben Affleck as an actor. I, I think this is like seriously. I think this is the fight of his life. This is like he's fucking Rocky going into the ring, and he's got to prove <laughs> he's got to prove me wrong. He's got to prove you wrong. He's got to prove Chad Michaels wrong. He's got to pu- uh, prove Jason wrong. Everybody. He's got to prove us all wrong in order to get our respect at this point, because he's got my respect as a director. 100%. Yeah. I'm, I agree. I'm in anything that he comes out with. He's kind of, I'm not saying I'm not going to compare him to Nolan, but he hasn't let us down. Nolan hasn't let us down. Now, yeah, you- whether Nolan or, you know, Affleck let us down in the future remains to be seen. I mean, Nolan's got his, he's got a big, uh, movie to fill here with this interstellar i don't know if it'll ever be in inception or not but same thing with ben affleck i think those guys are better at pushing themselves on the directorial end than ben affleck ever is pushing himself as an actor yeah just because you can do one doesn't mean you're good at the other yes he's got vision but i don't think he has performance yeah good intentions doesn't mean that that's going to make for a great performance as anybody and i think you see that in argo for instance i think Argo was well-written, well-directed. I mean, fantastic. Loved it. Four stars, you know, Tupperware, that shit. But his acting was still flat-ass. Ben Affleck, I think he's going to smirk every five seconds because you can tell it's coming on, but he's trying to be serious. You know, that kind of stuff. And, and it was his best role, but it was still not very good. And there's a lot of people just saying who are, you know, kind of for this, 
And it's your right. That's fine. But people who are for this are saying, well, it won't be terrible. And it's like, come on, after Christian Bale, you, that's all you're expecting out of this character now? I mean, I don't know. I think that's just kind of given in to what Hollywood and these studios are wanting. And, of course, they're pushing it. They're pushing it on all levels, media, everything that they can to say, hey, guys, this isn't such a bad idea. I think honestly, I think everybody when they first heard this news, I'd say I'd say uh, I'd say over 80, 85 percent of the people were like, oh, shit. Oh, no. Yeah. And then yeah. you had the small percentage that 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 were like, oh, OK, yeah, Ben Affleck. Cool. He's he's a big name. Yeah. And they don't they're not aware of all like these, you know, misses that he's had in Hollywood over the past 15 years. I mean, there is a long time, a long stretch of movies. He's just horrible, just horrible movies. And but you know they still thought of him as this big name, um, but for the people that knew about this, I think some of them, maybe a day later or two days later, whatever it took, are just like, well, this is going to happen, so I'm just going to try to find the good things to look at about you know to find with this, and so right. I'm well, just Brian, gonna, I'm going to go ahead and accept it and just try to find the good in it. Yeah. Do you think though that this is uh, pretty similar to the the basically what happened with Keaton. I mean, where, you know, I mean, cause there was a lot of fallout with. Excellent with, question. I have a list. I understand. Uh, that's a great question. It's a great point. Um, let me bring this up. Okay. Uh, there are certain bullet points that I do want to cover because there's all these reasons that people are lobbying for Ben Affleck to be Batman. Right. And, and, and I want to kind of say, you know, th- there's different reasons. And one of those reasons is, uh, People always say, hey, we got Michael Keaton. Right. Uh, I, I'll be honest with you. Nobody, nobody back then, I remember, I, remember uh, I was only 11 at the time, but it was very controversial. And I remember nobody wanted Mr. Mom. This was Mr. Mom, comedy mm. guy. Uh, this is, uh, you know, uh, Gung Ho. This is Beetlejuice. Uh, <laughs> right. and, and they just cast him as Batman. Um, <laughs> right. You know, uh, Sometimes you get that comedy guy that can excel. I mean, look at uh, Tom Hanks. I mean, he started off in Dragnet, Big, uh, you know, The Burbs, uh, Joe versus the Volcano. And and look at him now. He's one of the biggest actors in Hollywood, you know, and and that happens. It doesn't happen all the time, but it does happen. Uh, I mean, anytime there's a fucked up casting in comic movies, everyone uses this name. Remember Michael Keaton? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like it's a fucking holiday or something, <laughs> right. and, and, and I mean they might as well just put it on a bumper sticker. Remember Michael Keaton, and <laughs> you know that's everybody's excuse every time. Uh, I, I'll be honest with you, I, I this, I'm, this is not my voice here. Uh, Lauren Cates, uh, who writes for our website, she sums it up for me. I, I thought this was a great read. Um, you know, and this is this is Lauren Cates. You know, all the guys who were all Mr. Mom when word came down that Keaton was going to play Batman can bite me. Okay, this is going back to 1989, but still, let me take a moment to dig into this. If Mr. Mom were to have been written today, but given to, say, Happy Madison to play with, what would have happened was the movie would have had a lot of jokes where Adam Sandler would have become completely emasculated and sunk, in, and sunk into a, being a woman, complete with jokes, about how his balls were shriveled and starting to and started taking to wearing frilly aprons and speaking in falsetto. <laughs> how the movie actually played out was a guy adjusting being a guy in a traditionally female role. 
And I think what kept the movie decently grounded was that Keaton played the character exactly the way it should have been played, as a man's man. And I think that plays into a quality that Keaton inherently has as an actor, even when he's vulnerable. There's nothing particularly soft about him, just like some caped crusader we all know. Lauren, she then goes on to say later in the article, I'm not a particular fan of the argument that because non-traditional casting worked before, it will always work. Yes, sometimes your expectations will bite you in the ass from time to time, but Ben Affleck doesn't doesn't come across with inherent toughness. He comes with warm with with smarm and smug, which is a poor man's substitute for well, uh, and then you know basically for toughness. Uh, I think that's I think that's a great point, Lauren. Um, I think it, I, I think that's a perfect point. I don't know what do you guys think about that. It just reminds yeah. me of of Clooney, which is what brings me back to Affleck. Like I just think it's like a campy. Oh, hey, for some reason, the studios believe we need a big name in order to support this movie, when in fact, everybody would go see Batman in a movie regardless of who it is if they thought that there was a chance it was going to be good. So, Right. Right, yeah. and that's, that's what pisses me off is that they're, they're so baking on this just being a moneymaker that they're not concerned whether or not this is going to be his – make or break Batman performance. They don't care about that. And that, yeah, that's I mean, been made abundantly clear. Um, I mean, but back, you know, back to Michael Keaton, um, I think that's a stupid, you know, comparison. I, I don't, I, when, when I heard the news, I mean, I was young too, but when I heard the news, I wasn't like thinking, Oh, he can't pull this off. I mean, I, I felt like he could bring that dark grittiness to it. The problem with Ben Affleck is like, she would like Lauren was saying, I, I just don't, I don't see that. I can't put the two and two together. Even though he's tried to play serious before, I, I just I just keep thinking of, of campy Batman every time I, I start to try and picture him doing this role. So, yeah, I totally agree with what she's saying on this. Michael Keaton wasn't that as big as a surprise for me, at least, um, as, as this is. I thought Michael Keaton casting was fucking crazy. I did. I thought it was nuts. I was like, this is Mr. Mom. I'm one of those people. Yeah, I thought it was fucking crazy. I thought it was a weird casting. It was just totally out of the ordinary, out of the box. But, you know, and he was good. I mean, I wouldn't say he, you know, was the best Batman we've ever seen on screen. I mean, can we all admit that Jack Nicholson stole the show in that movie? Uh, Oh, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. But I mean, guys, when you think older, grizzled, gritty, battle scarred Batman, do you naturally think of Ben Affleck? No. And, no. and they, they keep, rep- like, Z- uh, Zack Snyder even said, hey, this is the perfect choice for this battle scarred br- Batman. No. It's like, what do you, I, I was like laughing but to myself. He's a that's fuck. kind of like, he's got a, I mean, I think, Jason, I think you were the one that said this, but I mean, that's, he's in a position where he doesn't really have any opportunity to say anything other than, what he can do to support his movie at this point anyway. So even if he had no choice in it, he's still got to like push it forward and support it. Cause otherwise, you know, I mean, he's not going to go out there and trash him, I guess is basically what I'm saying. So, I mean, I think, uh, you know, I still have faith in Snyder to, to pull this movie off. I, I I'm still excited for the movie. I just, this is just a huge blow and a huge setback. I think. What do you guys think about, um, the possibility of Affleck, um, co-writing the screenplay is that something good to come out of this no 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 
I don't no, know. That, that's like that's like asking Robert Downey Jr. to write his own script. Exactly. You know? yeah. But Ben Affleck is an award-winning screenplay writer. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. But he's writing for his own character. That's the problem. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, I guess, I guess you could argue. Okay, so Argo, he did too. But I'm talking. This is a, a superhero. If I want, if I want, ben, I'm gonna, I'm gonna side. Jake, are you? Are, are, do you want him to write it? No, I don't. I'm just throwing it out there. Well, I, okay. I don't want him to write I, Okay, it. I personally, I don't know if I want him to uh, follow the direction of somebody else that he doesn't believe in or follow the direction of something that he wants to, that he's passionate about. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, I see what you're saying. You know, I don't know. I, I'm just saying, I don't know. I don't know. I, it's almost, I'm, he, he, he's a, such a, I don't know if he's a wild card. I, I think we've gotten all that we can expect out of him as an actor. Yeah, you took the Rocky analogy right out of my mouth. I mean, I was literally going to say it when you said it. I mean, this is such a test for him. I mean, it's make or break at this point. Yeah. Well, did you guys think with Heath, Heath Ledger that – because I, I thought it was crazy as soon as I heard it. I mean, did you guys think that about Heath Ledger playing the Joker as well or was, I was that – Yeah, I was nowhere near this outraged about Heath Ledger. No, I wasn't I, either. I was very wait and see. Right. It was the second movie and, it, you know, I mean – and uh, I wasn't that outraged, but I did think it was a stupid casting at the time. I'll admit. Right. But yeah. we, we don't. We okay. Okay. The difference between um, let's talk about the difference between Heath Ledger and Ben Affleck. Okay. I mean, he, Heath Ledger, in comparison, by the age of twenty nine had pulled off one of the most epic performances as the Joker, in my opinion. Yes. At the age of 29. And why? Because, I mean, as an actor, he took his craft seriously. And, you know, as seriously as I'd say, even as a Daniel Day-Lewis, I mean, who immerses himself in these characters. And he actually, Daniel Day-Lewis, he becomes these characters. When he is when he goes home, he's still the character. When he's on set, he's still the character. He's always that character. He talks as the character. It's it's almost crazy how much he becomes this character. And when he's on screen, he's almost unrecognizable from himself. Yes, yeah. a, ch- right. a chameleon actor. I always call that yes. kind of actor, like very much like a Gary Oldman. I think I, in the same vein. I have never seen that level of acting from Affleck at all. And you can right. you can argue that not many actors are that caliber of an actor as a as a uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. And you would just be proving my point that we need maybe an unknown actor that would be a better fit because with that unknown actor, we're not going to have anything to base them on with their previous work and like typecast them as a certain character or this certain personality. Amen. Which is what Affleck has. I mean, when you know Affleck's going to be in a movie, you've you've already – You've already got a preconceived notion in your head as to what his character is going to be like. There is no, there is no. Hey, I wonder what he's going to do this time, or you know what I mean. Like what you were yeah. saying with with, uh, um, uh, not Nolan, Jesus, um, uh, Batman, the Batman, Christian Bale, lost, Christian Bale. Thank yeah. you. I completely lost my freaking mind there for a second. But anyway, we're all, like, we're all upset. <laughs> <laughs> But I just I don't know. I, I think when I see him, I'm just going to expect him to walk in there with this like accent, you know, and and it, it's just not I don't know. I have 
he, it's just ruined it for me. He's probably, <laughs> probably going to have sex with Superman in an uncomfortable place. <laughs> Not a Volvo. <laughs> okay, yeah, so I mean, but guys, you're right, Brian. There's too much. There's too much um, baggage with trying to put a big name. Like trying, you're, they're basically trying to be like at the same time as going toe to toe with. Christian Bale, they're also trying to play into the whole, we need a franchise player and a big name to really boost this movie. So it, it, it just seems like it's a forced mm. kind of effort. And, and a no-namer would bring about that. It'd be much funner to see a no-namer be this new Batman and, of course, evolve into his own solo movies, you know, a reboot series, rather than trying to predict what Ben Affleck's going to do or just, like, judging his every move because that's what's going to happen. It's, I mean, I can't help it. But that's what I'm going to do when, as soon as I start to see the trailers on this. Are you guys excited and, to see a Ben Affleck solo movie now? I mean, that's that's like the craziest no. thing. I've, I'm, th- that just scares me to death is a solo movie after this. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, well, I, just, I just I don't see any fun in watching him evolve as Batman. It would be so much funner to see a no-namer evolve into Batman like Christian Bale did, where even though he was kind of a... When when you saw the news he was going to be Batman, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, American Psycho. You know, there you go. But to to watch him really become that character and you're not thinking that's Christian Bale from American Psycho. I wasn't I wasn't excited for Batman Begins at all. And I'll be honest with you, it was almost it was almost on its way out of theaters before I went to see it. I didn't see it till after the theaters, dude. I, so I'm right there with you. Yeah, you know, I wasn't excited at all. I, I, I it was like one of those things that kind of like uh, I think it was under a lot of people's radar. They didn't really care. You know, we had just been burned by uh, you know just a few years before that with uh, you know Batman and Robin, and so people just were not ready, I guess, to see another Batman movie. And, it, and when I did see it, I was like, wow, that was really freaking amazing. That was a great movie. Yeah, but that was for the story and the and the script, in my opinion. Like, I wasn't excited for for Bale either. And I, I'll admit, like when he talks in his Batman voice, it still annoys me. Yeah, yeah but it annoys um, me too. But I, you know, I watched Dark Knight Rises today, and um, and uh, just the, the the that series is just so amazing, uh, you know. And it it kind of showed that Bale could rise to that. So hopefully, no pun intended, but hopefully, you know, like. You know, Ben can do that. I don't know. Maybe he can. Maybe he can. I just, I had so many high expectations for this movie. And it's just so ironic because we were just talking this last show about how, you know, even if they paid Bell $50 million to come back, it doesn't matter because this movie is going to make so much money anyway. So why why bother with the big name? You don't need the big name. And that's what they did with Batman and Robin. They're like, oh, let's bring in all these big names to this movie. Yeah, but that was Joel Schumacher. I know, we're, I know. But it's like I don't I think like I don't think we're gonna get another Batman itself, and Robin. Though. And you know, and like you said, I mean, that was a great story and you know, great great acting and, and I mean what if there is a great script for this? I mean, what if the screenplay is amazing for this next movie? Then it, you know, it's, I don't know. No, it's, I'm just playing devil's advocate. I don't know. It could be, it yeah. could be shit, but, but I, I, it could be great. I mean, you don't know. Nobody knows. Right. No, I don't, I, yeah. I guess I don't want to like totally say that it's just going to suck because I feel like to do that would be disingenuous, but it's just, I think the bigger, the bigger shock for me was just to find out that Affleck was actually the name. Sure. After, after all yeah. the discussion and all the hopes and all that, you know, it was just, 
you know, it, it was just a shock. And, you know, I'm still super excited for this movie to come out. I can't wait. Um, I absolutely love Man of Steel. So I'm excited to see another Superman movie now. And, uh, you know, I, I hope I hope it I hope it works out. I just think that they just totally went the wrong direction with it. Don't you think? think go ahead. Uh, I think Chad makes a really good point. I mean, I've never seen a sequel that was so obviously going to make a lot of money. It did not matter who you cast as Batman. This movie was going to make a lot of money. So why go the Affleck route? You know, it just uh, makes no sense to me. Because it didn't I, matter. I, I think we've all said that. We've, yeah. all, we've all said that in previous episodes. I mean, this is yeah. a billion dollar movie just based on the fucking name. Right. I mean, it could be Lady Gaga's Batman and this movie's still going to pull in 600 mil or whatever, you know. So I, I just don't get it. Now, okay, you've got people out there. They're going to say, you know, hey, but, you know, okay, you know, Daredevil. What about what about you know what about Daredevil? You know that happened ten years ago. He, he's 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 you know older. He's better as an actor now. And what do you guys say about that? I mean, you know, they they tell us to forget Daredevil. You know that happened ten years ago. Yeah. Well, I th- I think we've all kind of felt like that really wasn't his fault in the first place. You know that his portrayal of Daredevil necessarily wasn't the problem. Um, but. Batman's a whole nother thing, you but know. I I don't was, I don't I don't compare Batman like as much as he means to me. I don't compare him as much as I do Daredevil, and I've been reading both since I was a little kid. So it's not like I haven't been following, but Batman's a whole different thing to me. So, but would you say? But would you say that that Ben? Okay, would you say that his performance as Matt Murdock was amazing? No. No, it wasn't no. awful. Either, no, 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 no. I'm not no, saying it wasn't. It, no, yeah, yeah. it wasn't no, horrible. Not. No, but it wasn't great either, was it? I mean, was it? No. Mem- was it like so memorable? Is it something like you like when you left the theater, you called your friends and get you've got to check out Daredevil. Ben Affleck was so good in that. No, <laughs> no, no. Have no. you done that before though with movies? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. I know I did. I thought he was great in the, in all the movies, even though I didn't enjoy the movies per se. I enjoyed Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Well, and like we've said all night, Heath Ledger and Dark Knight. I mean, you couldn't wait to tell people how great that was. And for its oh, yeah. time, even for its time, it's dated now. But Christopher Reeves is Superman. Oh, yeah. I mean, guys, if he can't, if he can't pull off Daredevil, and now you're wanting to hand the reins of DC's Batman, one of the crown jewels of the franchise, to a guy who couldn't even pull off Daredevil... This guys, this has Ryan Reynolds and Green Lantern written all over it. Exactly, yeah. that's a perfect analogy. That is a great analogy. That's yeah. that's a big fucking worry for me. <laughs> I don't want to see this flop. Don't get uh, me wrong. Exactly, and that's that's what my hardship is. Is like I'm I've I want to see this continue, and I want to see the Justice League movie, and I want to see more really good Superman movies, and and I would like to see some more good Batman movies. But yeah. with the, there's so much now that is kind of tumultuous with with this casting that it just makes your hope kind of dissipate like across the board for DC comic movies in general with this casting. And I think that says I think to see the public outroar should should be I mean, should say something. I mean, did you guys hear that? uh like on um, change.org, have you heard about this? Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I actually You know, there's I like a petition that. with a, you know, 10,000 people have signed a petition. And then on We the People, the White House one, there's a, a petition that says, uh, you know, make it illegal for Ben Affleck to portray Batman or any other superhero <laughs> 
for 200 years. <laughs> uh, so, let, let me get you up to speed so. because you're a little behind on this. Um, that change.org, it went up Thursday. Uh, in a, just a few hours, it had 7,000 supporters. Then it had 10,000 by the end of the night. Uh, as of right now, it has 63,659 supporters. Wow. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah, I was just reading uh, an article on Variety, but yeah, yeah that's we, crazy. No, we, we posted that on Pop Culture Leftovers. That is crazy. I, do you guys think there could ever be like a real life Annie Wilkes situation, the Kathy Bates character from Misery, where a fan would get so mad that they would, you know, physically threaten someone involved with one of these things? You know, could that ever get to that extreme? It's already, it's already. Well, I Twitter's think- Man of Steel uh, site got shut down for a bit, and they had to put a disclaimer out saying, "Please stop the death threats." to the admin administrations um, administrators of the Twitter feed. So there already have been uh, fucking death threats. from people. I, I, I've always been so, so fascinated by fandom and when it just gets out of control and what that can lead to. Yeah, see, mean, see guys. And, and again, I just want to put out the call to anyone who's listening that that is getting like that. Shut the fuck up. Don't fucking death threat people because that makes your point totally invalid. And, and, and it makes us, and our points on this, you know, you know, we don't want to be grouped in with that shit. So don't do that. That's yeah. stupid. That's a great point, Jay. Yeah. Uh, what do you What do you guys think about uh, the fact that um, you know uh, Ben Affleck is a comic book fan? I mean, he's a comic book reader. He's gone on record, and and, and that's 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 proven. I mean, he's he's friends with uh, director, comic fanboy, uh, com- even a comic creator, Kevin Smith. Uh, I mean, so you know, you'd think that that has to be a, a good thing. Um, even our head writer uh, at popcultureleftovers.com, David Griffin, thinks that that is great, um, that he has you know, uh, Kevin Smith in his back pocket. Um, in fact, Dave gives the Affleck casting a taste it. Um, and uh, in his uh, latest article on our webpage uh, titled Enter the Batfleck, uh, David Griffin says, I own every movie Kevin Smith has ever made. Ben Affleck is in every one of them except for two. Clerks and Zack and Mary Make a Porno are the only two movies in the VSQ universe that he did not take part in. Kevin Smith also hosts the podcast Fat Man on the Batman. If Mr. Affleck has any moments where he feels that Snyder is giving him bad direction, he can simply point to his Oscar or Golden Globe, and if that doesn't work, speed dial his buddy Kevin to explain to Zack Snyder why the direction that he is giving for Bruce Wayne is bullshit. Um, So, you know, I thought that was interesting that Dave threw Kevin Smith into the mix uh, as far as uh, Ben Affleck is concerned. Um... Now, did you guys have any thoughts about this at all? I mean, Warner, Warner Brothers already kind of has bad blood with Kevin Smith, as far as I knew. I don't know how much creative input he's going to be able to have. Yeah, I, well, they, they were talking about the, uh, the Superman movie. that They were talking about it was originally supposed to be cast with Will Smith, where he fought the spider, and then Kevin Smith was directing it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it, th- that was ridiculous. But... You know, guys, I, I love Kevin Smith, and don't get me wrong here. I, I do. I, I love Kevin Smith, everything he does. I, yeah. I'm a big fan of. Um, you know, I listen to a lot of the Smodco podcast that he's a part of. Uh, you know, Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. 
uh, Fat Man on Batman, uh, Tell Him Steve Dave. A lot of these that he's a part of, I listen to. I listen to a lot of his stand-up acts. I watched all of his movies. I, I'm a huge Kevin Smith supporter. Um, Kevin Smith wrote Batman the Widening Guyer. Um, it is not an Elseworld, sto- Elseworld story. It is um, canon. Um, this happens before Frank Miller's The Dark Knight. Um, it's a miniseries. And I'm going to go on the record. I feel comfortable enough saying that Kevin Smith's Batman comics are some of the worst I've ever read <laughs> yeah. in yeah. my entire life. Sometimes, you know, guys, being a fan is just not enough. And Kevin Smith helping Affleck with this film is like the blind leading the blind uh, or the blind leading Daredevil. Um, <laughs> yeah, and that's you saying that. So, I mean, that means a lot. Uh, yeah. You know, okay, uh, let me explain. If you haven't read um, Batman the Widening Geyer, Kevin Smith is the same guy who made, and I'm not kidding here, he's the same guy that made Batman piss his pants in a comic book. Yeah, and no shit. Somewhere, Kevin Smith felt the need that he needed to incorporate into the Batman mythos that Batman pisses himself in fear. Apparently he he thought that was true to the character. (laughs) I mean, honestly, I mean, he actually, Batman is quoted in the comic as saying, I had a bladder spasm. Yeah. What the fuck dude? He is frightened by an explosion that made, that went off a little too loud that he created. And he pisses himself. <laughs> so I don't know what kind of like help he's going to get from Kevin Smith. <laughs> I'd like to see Ben Affleck do that. Well, yeah. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe well, Affleck can piss himself in the third act of the film. <laughs> you know, we've got, we've got ourselves a charismatic 41-year-old bedwetter who fights crime. <laughs> but just let's make sure that he doesn't drink too much before he goes to bed because he might piss himself. <laughs> Yeah, no Batman is ever going to piss himself. Nobody that would become Batman is ever going to piss himself. And it's just like, I I don't like that ironic shit, you know? I don't think it's funny. And and I don't, I don't necessarily think that some comic book fans take Batman as seriously as others. So, you know, Kevin Smith's probably one of them. And, I, and I'm not so sure ben Affleck, ben Affleck is really one of them either, that he really takes his character seriously and knows... Like his depth, you know, there, there were some articles saying that this is fine because Batman really doesn't have that much depth. <laughs> and it's like, what are you fucking serious? I mean, that's just not knowing and not reading it. And, and I that's what concerns me is that it seems like the, with this kind of decision that the studio plays more to the people that don't actually read these books, that they, they play to just kind of the shallow idea of who this character is and what's going to make the, the biggest bucks. And so when we speak out about it, you know, we just get called fanboys and marginalized. And, and that, that shit, it's just like we've, we're the ones that have been, you know, perpetuating these series. We're the ones that have been buying them and talking about them. So you shouldn't, I mean, and you can't really discredit us. There wouldn't be these movies without people who have read the comic books for years and pushed for these characters because a lot of these stories could have ended a long time ago with how bad some of them were in comic book continuity, how bad they were written or drawn. They could have ended a long time ago, but we keep them going. So, you know, it's just like, oh, 86,000 fans hate this. They're just fanboys. Like, come on. <laughs> I don't understand. 
you know, we're, we keep yeah. we help to keep these things legit. That's a That's really good thing. point. It is, but honestly, guys, um, think about just your casual. I don't know. I don't I hate to use the word. Just no, I'm not going to say it. Just your just your person who's not even into the 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 comic scene. Okay, think about your mom or. Um, you know, just like you know, just just maybe somebody you work with that's that's not really into this. They know who Ben Affleck is, and so now they're talking about it. Right. So it's like this movie's going to do. This movie's going to make money. We know it. We all know it. We're going to see it. All press is good press when it comes down to it. You know, but it's still people talking about it. I think that we have every right to be upset that you know Ben Affleck was the guy that they chose to be the dark knight because i mean i love bruce wayne i love batman i don't love ben affleck so that's why i'm confused as to why these people are defending this choice so adamantly and boldly i mean do they prefer ben affleck the actor over batman the character or are they just so damn confident in his ability as an actor that they're just genuinely excited for this guy to be the next Batman? Yeah, that's a good question. Well, it is a good question. I can't answer it. I love Batman more than I love Ben Affleck. Right. Batman's never let me down when it's Batman. That's true. Ben right. Affleck has there let me... There was Clooney. Ben, well, I'm talking about Batman the character. I'm not talking about different inter- interpretations of him on screen. Yeah, I no. mean, you know, we've got Clooney and, but 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 I'm saying, you know, like, um, look look at the movies. Look, look at look at the body of work he's given us. Uh, you know, Pearl Harbor. Some of all entertainment. Some of all fears. Uh, Geely, uh, Jersey Girl. Uh, freaking Armageddon. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I mean, he took he and he's always in these movies. He's never the best actor in these movies, except for I'll give him uh, he got a globe and a Golden Globe for his performance in Hollywoodland as George Reeves. So I'll I'll give him that. okay? but I mean, let's look at these awards. He's all of his awards that he's won in Hollywood. He's won an Oscar for Argo and Goodwill Hunting. Uh, He won a Golden Globe for Argo and a a Golden Globe for Goodwill Hunting. Uh, I'm Argo for his directorial duties and then a Goodwill Hunting for his writing and screenplay. He's only won one award for his acting back in 2007, like I mentioned, for The Hollywood Land. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, so he, he, he's garnering these accolades after accolades as a director, but he's not getting the same recognition as an actor. So this film, it's going to take... A, a, it's gonna t- what this film is doing is it's taking a guy who could be a strong director away from some of the projects that he could play a great part in. Not only could someone else do a better job as Batman, possibly, than him, if not definitely, but it's taking him away from directing some good movies, like he's supposed to do The Stand, yeah. and now he's dropped that project. Stephen King's The Stand. I mean, it's unfortunate, though, because there, there aren't as many good directors as Affleck out there. But right. there's tons of guys, in my opinion, that could probably do better as Batman or Bruce Wayne. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I want to see... I, I, am, I am worried that this is kind of putting him in a position... To where he might be directing himself in the Batman reboots, 
And he might do a great job at that. And I'm not saying he's not capable of it. I was really surprised by what I saw today with, with Argo again. But, you know, I, if he's going to fuck up this performance and he's got free reign on his character in, in some Batman reboots and possibly Justice League, that's going to be a hard, hard pill to swallow. And for, for him to, I think, just to pull off one performance, let alone kind of make a legacy of this, it's going to be a tough one, and I think he's locked in. I don't. I think that was part of the deal with the studio, and and a lot of people are kind of saying, "Oh, you know, I, I wouldn't worry about it," but I am definitely worried about him directing some of these things down the road. I don't mind him having like a say in the writing, maybe, or some of the directing, but for flat out Ben Affleck directing and starring in Batman, that's that's terrifying. I honestly, if they t- if they came out, and I was like the first time I heard like. You know, oh, Ben Affleck might direct uh, Justice League. I was like, no, no, not Ben Affleck. And then I and then I did watch, you know, uh, Argo and and uh, and the town, and I was like, well, shit, he might be good at this. I, honestly, yeah. I, I wouldn't be upset if they did announce that Ben Affleck was directing Justice League. Ha- had they announced a different Batman? Yes, that's what I'm. Yeah, that's what I'm. Is I mean that what too. you're saying? Yeah, okay. I, I wouldn't mind him directing these movies in the future, a Batman, a Justice League, but I don't want him also starring in it. Yeah. Because yeah. Cause I still don't see him, even if he's directing himself, pulling off the character properly. Agreed. <laughs> okay. I think I see it. I, I think it would, I don't, in my opinion, I think it would make it even worse because then he doesn't have somebody's outside opinion yeah. being like, hey, no, this is not it. Instead, he's like viewing it from his own, you know, viewpoint and. I, I just I think it would get worse. So if he ends up directing a, a solo Batman flick and then is also starring, I think that's it, it'll it'll make the character go even further downhill. Correct. So yeah, that's that's what's terrifying to me is that he's gonna. Oh, great job, Ben! Thanks, Ben. You were awesome, Ben. Thanks. That's that's my concern is that he thinks oh this is going to be cool because I get to control how this character is and I know him backwards and forwards but I have no uh, I have no reason to believe that or or to have faith that that he actually does well I mean, e- even if he's a fan even if he reads the comic books mm-hmm. can he portray that I don't I don't see it well I mean uh, we uh, even though it wasn't a long performance we did get to see Jim Carrey transform himself and kick ass too I mean. There was nothing really Jim Carrey about that performance. Can we all agree? Yeah. That's oh, true. yes. Yeah, I yeah. agree. And it's unfortunate that he, you know, wasn't in that film as long as I would hoped. I mean, he was one of the redeeming things about that movie. I mean, there were some people that were given some screen time that I, I, that I thought maybe didn't deserve as much screen time as they got. And then there's people that deserved more screen time that didn't get it in that movie. Exactly. Um, yeah. I mean, can, can Ben do this? Can Ben become Bruce Wayne? Uh, can he become Batman? Um, you know, that's the big question here is can he take what he's learned directing and, uh, and, and really, really, really do the best he can to become this character? Um, I, I know that you guys, do you guys think, I know that you guys probably don't think that he can. I don't think he can. No. Can I explain something that I think that he can do as Bruce Wayne that I think is invaluable? Yeah. Um, There is one part of his act. I'm trying to look at his strengths as an actor. Because if he is going to be Bruce Wayne, which he is, 
I need to look at the strengths that he does possess. And he does have some strengths as an actor. Um, if they can make him be the suave Bruce Wayne that can get under Superman's skin and just piss him off. Right. This might just take my toss it and make it a Tupperware. I'll, I'll be honest. If he can get under Superman, uh, Kal-El, Clark Kent's skin, whether he's Kent or whether he's Superman, whatever, and give him that token Affleck smirk, that might be a fun movie to, mo- to watch. I mean, think I, I want to see a cocky, confident Bruce Wayne that hits on Lois and just pisses, pisses off Superman. And I think, that, I think that Ben Affleck can do that. Yeah. We've seen him be that cocky asshole in Boiler Room. And you know what I mean? I mean, and and uh even when he was the the guy that worked at Fashionable Mail in Wall, in Mallrats, he was <laughs> right. He right. was that cocky guy that pissed you off. He, yeah. That is his strength. I think he can do that and make that part of the movie fun. And maybe that's what Zack Snyder sees that we don't, okay? Um, You're right. And You're may- right. And maybe that will translate on the screen so well that we'll want to see him then succeed as Batman. So You're I'm right. hoping that they play to his strengths and we see him as Bruce Wayne first and not as Batman and that we connect with his Bruce Wayne so that so much so that we want to see him succeed as Batman. And that's what I'm hopeful for. And that's what I think we could see from Ben Affleck's bruce wayne that's a great point brian i mean a lot of the criticisms about the previous movie are it not you know having enough fun and you know if that's the case if ben affleck's gonna you know be witty and make it really funny with his interactions with superman maybe that is what the movie needs thank you yeah yeah Yeah, i mean that that oh i'm sorry go ahead chad well i was just gonna say i people were giving a crap about it not being funny and or you know i don't know happy enough but i thought man of steel was perfect like that so i, I kind of liked that initial setup for sure his, but, but that's not where bridge, this so. that's not where this next film is leading into because right i understand in the first film the the, the way superman felt humanity felt about him and the way he felt about losing all of his people and his mother and father and things like that that set the tone for the movie superman's mood set the tone for the movie so that's why it was a sad movie but towards the end of the film he's starting to be more comfortable in his skin so hopefully in this next movie it can be a little bit more playful and experiment with that side of superman and hopefully i want to see a little bit of that from uh, bruce wayne too well you would think you would think it has to be because this is going to be more about Clark Kent, too. I mean, you, you know Clark Kent's coming because right. he's got to be in the Superman story. So he will be in the sequel. So you've got to have some kind of humorous connection. And you've got to have Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne and Clark Kent interacting at some point. They're going to have to. You have the greatest detective in the world, and you have a guy that can see through walls. <laughs> so, you know, and in the comic books, it's always really quick when these guys just you know figure out who they are and it's always a real fun moment um because of how how they are and how they interact with each other and how different they are from each other it's just it's just fun to have this human and this alien and like i know who you are and we've talked about this before on the podcast but um you've got to have kind of a witty bruce wayne you can't and that will add the extra dimension too that we haven't seen so much in the in the movies pulled off correctly we could have that kind of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like you said, a witty kind of funny, sharp Bruce Wayne 
which normally like yeah he was kind of, he said some funny stuff in the Nolan series but yeah it, he did it, it's not like the comic books he is really cocky in the comic books yeah but but uh, the other side to Bruce Wayne is very quiet and reserved and so like Christian Bale's performance at sometimes more so I want to see that as well I don't want to see him all all Adam Westy all the time you know what I mean and just trying to crack jokes yeah, I want to I, see that. That side of him that's troubled, you know. Exactly. I don't want to see like you know Tony Stark where no. he's constantly trying to like you know clamor off because to me and Batman's just always been you know he's he says what needs to be said but he's you know he's not uh, going overboard. So I think there's a delicate balance there, and that's mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Again, it just comes back to you know the big question which you've already asked, what everybody's asking, which is you know is he going to be able to pull it off? And I don't know. That's it's a big big huge gigantic underscored bold if, if they play, large font question mark if they play to his strengths i think that they can pull this off i really do i think that there is if they play to ben affleck's strengths they can do this i mean we want this to be a tupperware don't get us wrong i mean i i think giving it a taste it is such a bullshit fucking way to you know what i mean in our rating system something like this to give it a taste it is such a bullshit safe answer yeah, because yeah. if you give it a se- if you give it a taste it and the movie sucks, you can say, well, you know what? I gave it a taste it. I, I didn't I wasn't 100 percent sure that it was going to be good. But, you know, so, you know, I, I, you know, with me not being 100 percent that it was going to be good, you know, I, I gave it a, I gave it a taste it because I thought it might be good. But, yeah, it wasn't good. So, you know, that's why I give it a taste it. But if you give it a taste it and it's fucking awesome, you can also say, yeah, you know, I gave it a taste because I thought it might be awesome. Yeah, it looks like, <laughs> looks like I was right. It's just a bullshit safe answer. It's is bullshit. It's a bullshit, it's right. a bullshit I agree. safe I, answer. And that's why even none if this of us, movie's a... But, but, but can we can we can we can we one hundred percent any of us can any of us give it a Tupperware? You can't based right, on his no. body of work. If they would have okay twenty years ago, guys, if they would have said we've cast Daniel Day Lewis as Batman, yeah, we would have been Tupperware. Like, Tupperware, holy yeah. shit! Based on this guy's body of work, I mean, you know, uh, Last of the Mohicans and, and and the movies that he's made where he's immersed himself in this character, we would have given this guy a Tupperware. But based on Ben Affleck's body of work, we cannot do that in good confidence. So right. that's why we are giving it a toss. It, but. This is a challenge. This is a challenge to Ben Affleck to step up to the plate and be the actor we all want him to be in this fucking role. So if us giving it tossits is bullshit to you and you think that we're bullshit for giving him and saying, oh, he's changed over the past 10 years and blah, 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 blah. Look at Heath Ledger, who's, who is younger than him by two years when he did the, uh, the Daredevil movie and the iconic performance that he put on as the Joker. That's the difference between dedication and fucking phoning it in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which it seems like he does on on several movies. This is for but sure. I think I think I think hopefully this is going to light a fire under his ass. I yeah. hope so. I, I hope, hope so. I, I hope Matt Damon's calling him all the time, being like, uh, "Yeah, you're 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 in for it now, dude." <laughs> I'm sure he well, has. I'm sure that I'm sure that there he's got Matt Damon on speed dial right now. <laughs> he's he's going to need his friends, and he's already called upon his friends. Uh, somebody that he worked with on Buffy, apparently. Josh Whedon's already given him his support. Uh, Josh Whedon tweeted, Affleck will crush it. He's got the chops. He's got the chin. Just needs the material. Affleck and Cavill toe-to-toe. I'm in. So he's got Josh Whedon behind him. Uh, and I think that, you know, hopefully that helped 
Affleck, you know, kind of deal with all this shit going on right now, the petitions and stuff like that. Because you know what? I'm rooting for the guy. I hope he doesn't fail. He's he's he is Batman right now, and I hope he doesn't fail. That's I, what's so tough about all this is, and I think everyone's pretty much on the same page here on the on the podcast, which is all of us want this movie to be awesome, right? So you know. No one wants to be right here, no, which is which is what's odd, you know, odd about all of this. Is right. that you know, it, nobody wants him to be horrible. It's just the concern is there, so that's what we're really more discussing than what our hopes are for the movie and, and the success that we hope he has. I, I hope he comes in there, pulls a Heath Ledger, knocks it out of the park, and I'm like, oh, awesome! I want him in the next one. I'd yeah, love for that to be. Yeah. I would love for Definitely, that to happen. Chad. Oh, we, so. I think we all stand by our toss-its no matter what happens. Even if we exactly. all Tupperware this movie, yeah. it's still a toss-it on this decision. It's the, uh, just the decision we're that, that we're ranking, you know? Yeah, but if you know what? If, if this movie comes out and Ben Affleck is the best Batman and Bruce Wayne we've ever seen, I will fucking eat crow. Yeah. I will eat crow. Oh, yeah. I will get on here and say, you know what? <laughs> wow, I was wrong. But you know, at the same time... All you people that give it Tupperware, you still have no idea how good he's going to do or how bad he'll do. You're just as clueless as we are. Is this our first ever uh, toss it party? You know, I wouldn't call this a party. This is not. I mean, this is this is the furthest thing from a party. This is like this is kind of like a, a toss it intervention. <laughs> to Ben Affleck, it's our inner our Ben Affleck intervention. Like we're, we're sitting Ben Affleck down, and we're like, "Dude, seriously, we need this. We need this to be a good movie." It's and, uh, uh, it's the come to Jesus meeting with uh, we, with Ben Affleck. So we need to uh, tweet this podcast to him once we get it done. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like I don't hate Ben Affleck. You know, honestly, no, absolutely like, not. Like I did, I loved him as the fashionable male in Mallrats, and I loved him as uh, Holden in uh, Chasing Amy. Uh, one of the best scenes in that movie is the part where he's describing about how much he loves her uh, in that movie by by giving her that painting. I mean that that's still one of the most emotional scenes I've ever seen in a movie. I thought it was awesome. Um, I liked him in uh, Changing Lanes. Uh, what about with, uh, Samuel Jackson? Oh yeah, I forgot about that movie. What about uh, Phantoms? Everybody raves about Phantoms. That the Dean Koontz adaptation? Yeah. Ugh. They say they rave about <laughs> they rave about his performance in Phantoms. Uh, I didn't really care for Phantoms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that movie's not good at all. <laughs> okay, because okay, I've never seen it. Um, yeah. I just, I, you know what? I mean, I just want to hear some good reasons as to why this is going to work. Like, I think Brian, you've brought up a lot of good points playing the other side, and I, I agree with those points. But as far as what I've read online, I, I'm just. All I keep hearing is Michael well, Michael Keaton this and Michael Keaton that. I and I'm not hearing well I'm also hearing well Ben Affleck's going to, you know, he's a big name, a big Hollywood actor, Hollywood royalty after Argo in the town. It's like, well that that's sh- that that shouldn't be what is important to you in these films. And and again it it just really irks me that the studios just play this off as that it's just a bunch of uh trolls and fanboys that really give a shit about this or that they're the ones upset so that it doesn't really matter what they think and i mean there's this is this has never happened i mean like to this scale where people have been outraged about something i mean i agree it's kind of a silly thing in the light of the whole entire world and universe but still we're talking about things that 
you know, make us happy and characters that we really care about and are passionate about. So, I mean, to just blow that off, this is what's wrong with Fox Studios. This is what's wrong with Sony. Listen to the damn fans that actually care about these characters. Don't sell it short, Jay. It's not silly. It's fucking Batman. (laughs) 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 It is fucking Batman, and I give a shit. I give a damn about Batman. I mean, look. We don't talk about politics or religion on the show. I'm a religious guy, but Batman to me is right second place to the Bible for me, reading his character and giving a shit. And some people think that's stupid, but this is part of human mythology. It's an interesting thing. It's not just some kind of science fiction story fantasy crap. This is part of our psyche. And for a character that's been around for this long and to just be willy-nilly like, well, this movie's going to make a lot of money, so who cares? I mean, come on. It, it, it just makes me a little bit pissed off, a little bit sad, and you know, I I do want it to succeed too. I want to fl- I want to fuck to kill this. I want him to be awesome, but my gut feeling, just based on what I know, I don't see it. So that's that's why the toss it is happening, and I think we're all in agreement on that as well. This isn't mm-hmm. just something that we were just like, oh fuck Ben Affleck. It wasn't like that at all. It was just like you know, why did why is this a bad decision? We all thought long and hard about this. And it's just, it's just after his body of work, I can't see it. And maybe we're wrong, but I, right now that's it. Well, you know, I'm hoping we are wrong. Uh, I mean, let's look at some other things. I mean, he, he does have a strong jawline to play Batman. You need that. You can't have a weak chin. <laughs> that's true. I'm not that's saying. True. Yeah, I'm not saying that you need to fucking be Jay Leno under the cow, but. Uh, yeah, he's retiring soon. Let's get Jay Leno, 2015. Yeah. There you yeah, go. There you go. Uh, yeah, but then, you know, uh, they'll give it to Conan afterwards and everybody will. <laughs> and, then, and then I'll take it back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, you have to have that strong jaw. You know, Affleck's got it. Um, and we did see the concept art. And I'll be honest with you, the concept art, he did look pretty good in the cow. Yeah, I, I, I agree, man. I think uh, especially like uh, if, if it, I know you guys haven't played a bit. I know a lot of people play Arkham Asylum games. That looks like Ben Affleck. I mean, in the costume with the cowl on, and I, you know, it's not that I can't see him in the in the costume. Even I, can, I can totally see that, and he he would probably look pretty cool in the in the in the armor if they're going to go the new fifty two, which I'm pretty sure they are. So yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. I, I can see that. I agree. You know, let's uh, let's play to his strengths. Let's let's play to his strengths. Let's also play to Batman the character's strengths. Let's get that. Uh, you know, we know he's not going to be as intense as Christian Bale in this. I mean, uh, Christian Bale is an intense guy. Uh, yeah. He's not going to be that intense Batman uh, that we saw. But he can be the tech-savvy kind of like James Bond Batman. Um, I can get behind that Batman. Yeah, and it, and it's cool. It, it would be, again, if they're going to approach this, it's got to be a different take. So... You know, go with the witty Bruce Wayne and go with the more detective yeah, I Batman. Don't, yeah, I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want to watch a movie with Ben Affleck trying to act like he's Christian Bale playing Batman. Exactly. No. Oh God, yeah, no. That would be horrible. Okay. <laughs> well, that's what that's that's been done in Hollywood. When we watched Superman Returns, they told Brandon Routh to act like Christopher Reeves playing. Batman, uh, uh, Superman, excuse me, and playing Clark, right. Clark Kent. That's what right. they wanted him. And I think he did a really good job of trying to be Christopher Reeves. Right. It's just he Brian did. Singer screwed up 
that entire movie. Uh, But I think Brandon Routh was a pretty darn good Superman for what he was told to do. Yeah. Agreed. But, but to me like this soon in the game with Christian Bale, it's, it's just, yeah, it's too soon for him to try and to bring that intensity or trying to talk like him or, you know, have the same kind of mannerisms. This has got to be a whole different kind of Bruce Wayne for this yeah. to work. He's got to be co- cocky. They've got to play up to his strengths. He's got to be cocky, confident. He's got to come in there with some tech that he knows will 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 you know be able to go toe to toe with Superman. Yeah. Um. You know, and and kind of like I don't know. It's kind of like, uh, hey. Um, Let's not look at the weaknesses of his acting, and we'll show you some really cool, flashy tech. You know what I mean? Maybe that can make up for it. You know, a really cool new Batmobile, or, or you know, a really cool new Bat Cycle, or something like that, to where we're not focused in all the time on Ben Affleck. You know, trying to act his way out of this Bat paper bag or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, I agree. But at the same time, we don't want it to go too far to where he's. You know, why, where they're trying to make him Iron Man instead of yeah. Batman, you know, because that's a fear, too, is that, well, this is the Robert Downey Jr. of the DC film universe, and this is going to be our franchise player. I, I don't want him just to be a copycat of Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man. I don't know. I don't want him to be more like that. I want him to still be Batman. So, you know, hopefully they don't take that too far, but there is a point they have to go to. To make this a new and interesting Batman. They're both tech-driven, though. I mean, I don't see why you can't have some of that cool tech in this movie. Just make it different, you know? Yeah, I, yeah, you should have it. You're right. It's not, yeah. it's not like he's going to be inventing arc reactors and things like that. It's more <laughs> of like the, you know, the different gadgets and things like that that we, that we didn't really see from Bale. Right, yeah. He'll need a bat plane for fighting Superman. And I want to see, yeah, exactly. I agree. Absolutely. You know, and we're going to need to see, uh, I want to see him be very, uh, this, is, this is a Batman that's been doing his job for quite a while. I don't want to see him lose his cool all the time. I do want to yeah, see we- him be cool, calm, and collected, even when it comes to being around Superman. You know, of course, I want to see him lose his shit and go bonkers at the end of the movie. <laughs> right. And I do have more faith that Ben Affleck can do that over Ryan Reynolds. Right. Yeah. Right. So, you know what? I'm I'm still giving this decision a toss it, but I'm I'm holding out some hope, guys. I'm holding out hope. I'm holding out hope that this Ben Affleck will be rocky and he'll he'll surprise everybody. Yeah. That that would be great. And and you're right. Just he He's got to come at Superman with this confidence and this, like you said, this battle-ridden, I've done this a million times, you're nothing, even though you're an alien. This is no big deal. Like, I'm not going to go ape shit over this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stalk you, find out who you are, you know, and, and find out what... And put together a plan. And, 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 yeah, put together a plan, find out what your weaknesses are. I, in a way, I can, I can get behind him trying to do that. And, and I hope he's successful. But... Well, that's the route that they have to take for this. Sure. They can't they can't copy Bale's performance. They can't copy that Batman. So I want so, us to focus like we all agree that we know that there's tons of reasons why this can't work. But, you know, let's try to figure out reasons to, that this can work. Um, I mean, one of the reasons that it might not work is we don't even know what the chemistry is going to be like between Cavill and uh, Ben Affleck. Right. The chemistry no. might not be there. On screen, but you know what? 
we might see some fucking magic though on the screen when these two meet each other. And I honestly have high hopes for when these two meet as Bruce Wayne and uh, Clark Kent. High hopes. I well, hope- it's really it's really cool that you bring that up because I was thinking about that to have to have Cavill as this kind of like yeah he's definitely Superman and then a Fleck to uh, to play opposite of him. I think that's pretty cool because he will probably look at him as an actor like, yeah, that's Superman. So to see him play off of that would be, you know, yeah, that'd be really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, but what's Affleck's Batman voice going to sound like? <laughs> yeah, that's I want to know, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, guys, I, I, I don't know uh, what it's going to sound like. And, and I'm sure it'll be a little gruff. Uh, but, you know, I, I think he'll have voice coaches and, and they'll get it worked out. Uh, I don't think anybody's ever going to be happy with how Batman sounds. If, if he sounds too much like his uh, character is Bruce Wayne, we'll, we'll call out like, well, why don't they know it's Bruce Wayne? Right. Uh, and if he sounds too gruff or whatever, they're going to be like, oh, he just sounds stupid. He sounds like he's chewing on gravel and shit. And yeah, so sure. like, people are going to piss and moan no matter what he fucking does. Yeah, you know, even and that's no matter who who plays the role. So right. you're right about that. I think he should just. I you know what I think they should do. I think he should say, they should just say fuck you, and he's going to sound like Stewie from Family Guy the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> he just has a British accent. <laughs> Hello, Superman. <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> so what? What about? What do you guys think about this? Uh, let's hey, let's uh, jump on the old. What, what about Brian Cranston playing Lex Luthor? What about that? Oh fuck, man! I that's that's who I've wanted uh, since I've started watching Breaking Bad. I I always thought that he basically was Lex Luthor in an alternate universe in Breaking Bad. So I I'm excited about that, and I think I think that will help. Uh, with a fl- with Affleck and Cavill, if you have another big name actor to kind of take the heat off of those two all the time, I think we're. Getting- I want to. I want to see those three characters. Not necessarily. I'm focused on this one or that one. You know. I think we're getting into typecasting with uh, freaking Cranston now. With oh, he's he's bald and Breaking Bad. So well, <laughs> yeah. now we're gonna have him come in there and be bald in Man of Steel. I think we're like, oh, he's the bald guy. I think honestly, <laughs> I, decades Patrick Stewart. <laughs> exactly. I, I mean, I think they're typecasting him as the bald guy. There's other actors in Hollywood that have shaved their heads and they look perfectly fine, uh, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and could pull it off. I think that you know, and and I'll be honest with you, if any of you saw Total Recall, Brian Cranston was pretty much the shittiest villain I saw all last summer. Ugh. So yeah. I'm not 100 percent sold on Brian Cranston as Lex Luthor. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I he's he's basically kind of a mad scientist genius in Breaking Bad. Now, of course, that's a different writing team, so it's not like he's going to be written the same way for you know Man of Steel two or whatever it's going to be called. So we can't expect he's going to be that same kind of brilliant mastermind evil genius because he's a he's a great kind of villain in that in that story. But yeah, we are talking about a different situation. So is he going to be able to pull that off? We haven't seen much evidence that he can actually play something like that. And again, like you said a couple podcasts ago, that he's all Lex Luthor is in the comic books. He's kind of looked up to by the citizens citizens of Metropolis. And if we have a destroyed city, who who best to rebuild it and kind of be this heroic figure than Lex Luthor? So he's got to play that too. 
which I, I don't know if he could be that likable for the masses of Metropolis to get behind. Yeah, I, I, my vote for, uh, for Lex Luthor is Jason Isaacs. Um, he, was, uh, he played uh, Lucius Malfoy's father on, uh, in Harry Potter. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, um, and that uh, that's that's my choice as uh, Lex Luthor because I think he's got that smile that people can fall in love with, but at the same time, you get him behind closed doors, he's going to frighten the shit out of you. <laughs> yeah, that's so. right, that's right, and you need both sides for Lex Luthor isn't a singular singular layered character. He has multiple layers, and he also has kind of this public persona that really is kind of his alter ego. You know, the politician or the the businessman, the savvy businessman. So it, that would be cool too, though. I, I was thinking Lex Luthor and Bruce Wayne kind of interaction. So that that would be fun too. He's also got to play to Lex Luthor. Uh, Affleck's got to be Bruce Wayne in yeah. front of Lex Luthor too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, there's that. That's what they did in this last movie um, uh, with Man of Steel. I, I'm referring to is they they took uh, Cavill, who's like. Not a big na- known actor, kind of like oh, it's it's the Chris Hemsworth uh, Thor thing. What they did, yeah. was, was yeah. they took all these big time actors and they surrounded you know uh, they surrounded him with the all, uh, Chris Hemsworth with all these big time actors. Now Chris Hemsworth is is more or less a household name. Uh, that same thing with uh, Henry Cavill. Like now now a lot of people are his name starting to get out there a little bit more, and uh, you know people know him a lot more after the Man of Steel. But I still think that he's a, a newer. Um, newer actor and I think maybe they can you know they're going to be bringing back you know Amy Adams and Lawrence Fishburne and and uh, they need to bring in some other uh, big time actors which is another reason why I thought they did bring in Ben Affleck because they did kill off you know Michael Shannon uh, they they killed off uh, Russell Crowe he's not coming back and and uh, you know Kevin Costner's not Kevin coming Costner, back. Kevin Costner, yeah. So some of these big time actors are not coming back. So they, I think they wanted to add somebody with a with a big name in there. But then again, it goes back to that point of this movie's going to sell no matter who the fuck you have in there. I mean, you could have had Justin Bieber playing Batman. <laughs> Would have gone and seen this. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I don't yeah. know, but uh, the Biebs man, the Biebs. <laughs> So, Biebs man, yeah. Biebs man. <laughs> uh, I, I, I still, uh, I, I still am wanting to see this movie, but I'm—I'll be honest with you—I'm not as excited as I was <laughs> after the announcement. No, I've—I've I've had friends of mine say that they're gonna not see this now because of it. So I, I'm not in that boat as of yet. I mean, I'm gonna wait at least till the trailers. The trailers, yeah, yeah, something, but. Yeah, I have a lot of a lot of close friends saying I'm just not going to see this. I'm that pissed off about it, and I, you know, I don't, I, I, I feel them. I know what they're saying, but again, it was kind of a shock too, and people need to let that wear off a little bit. Yeah, you know? yeah. I think Brian it, first sent, oh, sorry, Brian. No, go ahead, Jake. I was going to say when you first sent me the link when I first saw the story, I had to check the source to make sure it wasn't a hoax or not. Right. I mean, I was that in shock of it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, years ago, people had maybe mentioned Ben Affleck as Batman. You know, it, it just you know, just whispers and, and and things like that on the internet. And uh, 
with with the run of bad movies that he's had as far as acting performances, I think he was like totally off of everybody's radar. And I think I do think a lot of this ha- has to be Warner Brothers wanting to keep the, he him in their hip pocket to do some of these some of these movies, you know, later on down the road because like Argo wasn't that an, wasn't that expensive of a movie, but it made a ton of money and it's really profitable for studios to have movies like that. It's not in their best interest to make a movie like we all liked it for the most part. The Lone Ranger costs you know two hundred and fifty million dollars to make, but doesn't even bring that in. Right. But when you can have a director that's got the vision of Ben Affleck, and not many directors have his vision, um, to where he can he can work with a budget and still and still uh, you know bring in a lot of money. I mean, you know that's that's a big deal. So I think that has a lot to do with the casting too. And I don't think they just went off of his acting ability. And that's unfortunate. No. Yeah, but yeah, it seems like they're polishing a turd, though, you know. <laughs> it seems like we know this guy's going to make a, you know, like you said, he made high, he made low-budget films seem like high-budget films as a director. But, you know, this is this is him acting. This isn't him directing. You know, he, he's not going to be making this film. He might have some say in it, but... That's the concern. It's it, we're not we're not knocking what he's done, like his work with Argo in the town and his directing ability. His eye for things is fantastic. Um, the pacing, everything. But can he can he play this character? That's the concern. It's, it has nothing to do with like hating him as a person or or an actor. Yeah, I agree. All right, you guys want to take a little break here? That's cool. That's All great. Right. You know, def- well, shit, I'm recording. What the? Hey, we're recording. Fuck, I don't know how this happens. <laughs> <laughs> Behind the scenes, man. Oh. Inside the actor's dude, studio. that was like Uncle Jedi Pedro. shit, dude. I did not even hit the button, and it just started recording. <laughs> Seriously, I'm like Obi Wan Kenobi and shit over here. Now we're recording. All right, hey, welcome back. Uh, apparently, to pop culture leftovers, um, and. Uh, what we were going to do is uh, on Facebook um, from uh, a lot of our listeners, uh, we asked the question, you know, like as soon as the news hit, uh, we asked uh, the leftover listeners, you know, uh, you know, if they toss it, if they taste it or give it a Tupperware, we'd like to know their thoughts and we'll give our thoughts for the next episode. So a lot of you guys, um, Jake, as Jake would call you, the leftover army gave your opinions on this. Um, and some of them I did want to go over that I thought were really interesting or funny or whatever. Um, Jeff LeBaron, who's really one of our best listeners, uh, he says, Ben fucking Affleck? <laughs> Didn't we learn our lesson with Daredevil? <laughs> then he goes on a cussing tirade and uses the word fuck, I think, 20 times. Yeah, I'm looking at that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he says, can we do a Kickstarter to get bail back in for, say, $100 million? And then he, <laughs> then he throws in another F-bomb. Fuck. Um, I don't know. We And then uh, let's see here. We had some really good ones. Some really- I like uh, Dana Marie. What jackwad allowed this to happen? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 
Yeah, uh, it's true. And uh, we had uh, John Woods uh, saying no one wanted uh, Heath Ledger when it was announced. Did they? I'm honestly asking, which I think we kind of talked about on this episode yeah. that it's Heath a good, Ledger it's a was a good actor before this. <laughs> so it wasn't uh, a far stretch to imagine him as the Joker. So. Yeah, this is a different situation with Ben Affleck, I think, John. I like I went on the record and said, dude, I never would have thought Heath Ledger as the Joker. I, I wouldn't. I just couldn't I, I couldn't see what his Joker I couldn't like envision what his Joker was. And I'm glad that I couldn't because he brought out a Joker that I never would have thought of and, and he took the character seriously. Um I mean they've uh, his father has since released that journal that he kept. Uh, about right, all of right. his notes and i mean it's like this crazy looking journal like he was becoming the character and 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 things like that and uh what was it uh if you watched that australian interview with tom waits tom waits the the musician was the the inspiration for his joker oh yeah that's right that's yeah. right which who would have thought that yeah you know? i know um but it's a really cool interview if you go to youtube you can uh just check it out it's like if you just i think if you type in like uh heath ledger's joker tom waits uh it's an and it's an australian interview that he had and and and, and uh you can tell that he he's he's basically uh acting like tom waits in that movie you can hear that in his voice it's pretty cool you know, what's interesting is uh, Tom Waits played the devil in Heath Ledger's last movie, uh, Imaginarium of Dr. Panassus. Oh, yeah. I remember uh, that. Yeah. Really I, good movie, by the way. Uh, I never saw that movie, and I didn't know that fact, Jake, but I thought it was really cool that all the uh, different uh, actors played different parts to complete that movie. Yeah, and they make it actually fit into the story. I mean, Gilliam's kind of a genius like that with his writing. It's worth checking out. Hmm. Um. Don, I, I'm going to try to pronounce your name, Don. Uh, Huffley, he gives it a Tupperware. Um, Tracy, <laughs> Frank Hammer, oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead, Frank Hammer. Frank Hammer II tosses it in the toilet and takes a massive dump on it. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, Best quote in the podcast ever, by the way. Yeah, uh, Frank Hammer, We, uh, me and Jay went to high school with him. I attended his wedding, and he's a great guy. So, yes. And thanks for listening. And uh, he listens to us when uh, he does work on floors and things like that for his business, and I think that's awesome. So, um, Dan Seipel says, finally. So apparently... <laughs> he's He's been waiting for this forever. <laughs> been, cl- been clamoring for this since... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> big, big fucking surprise, guys. <laughs> I wouldn't expect you to say anything but that. So, uh, Nick Mosser, another uh, Dan Dan Seipel's a good friend of mine. Um, but Nick Mosser, another friend of the fr- friend of the show, uh, says DC is jumping on the gun. GC is jumping the gun trying to get on the Avengers bandwagon, which I see that. I think they're trying to find their Robert Downey Jr., their, uh, you know, diamond in the rough. Yep, I agree. I like um, Andrew Peck says he hears they're changing the backstory for the new Superman Batman film. After Bruce Wayne's folks find out their son has been Affleck, they kill themselves. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, When are we going to – are you going to give him like – are you going to give him a higher rank in the army there, Jake? I'll be picking out generals in, in the upcoming weeks. Oh, I don't, I don't, I think we need to be the generals. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Lieutenants, is that what they are? Yeah, yeah, it'd be a lieutenant or something. <laughs> I don't know. Captains or, yeah, some sort of an officer. 
colonels. Right now, you're all privates. <laughs> uh, we have a lot of stuff that needs cleaning, so we'll get to that real soon. <laughs> yeah. Andrew, pa- a- Andrew Peck, I'd say he's our first uh, private first class. Yes. All right. Yeah, you're a, you're a first class private. <laughs> Andrew Peck. Uh, I, it looks like Craig uh, Craig Clifton, who's been pretty vocal. I think he supports it. Don't don't you guys? From what I'm hearing, he, yeah, he's the one. He he remembers. You know, he says remember no one liked the choice of Michael Keaton either. So I don't know if he's like 100 percent an advocate, but you know, I think he is trying to look at the glass being you know half full. So yeah, yeah, I still don't see that as being a good excuse. But I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna knock him for saying that. I you know I like you said you. Some people had problems with him as uh, Batman originally. So, and like I said, and we've all said, we're going to wait till we actually see something from trailers or you know pictures, whatever, before we make a final decision on you know whether or not we're going to like this movie or not, or yeah. whether or not he's good for it. Right, Michael Cornish. Um, he 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 didn't like it at first. And then he kind of flipped and said, well, maybe I like it. So, I mean, we've got – it's divisive. I mean, one minute some people like it, some people – they don't, and then then maybe they like it again. I mean, it's – I mean, this is – I don't know. I I, I haven't – I don't know if it's like 100% 50-50 split. I think the most of people I'm hearing are against it. I feel like it's like 80-20 against it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I feel like most of what you're seeing, if you go to different websites, is just kind of the media's opinion and Hollywood's opinion. And I think some people are just kind of replicating that notion, and and they're changing their minds after their initial like gut reaction to it. So, you know what they say: always go with your gut. So maybe you know changing your mind isn't necessarily the right thing to do. I mean, it's it's early. You know, none of us really know for sure. So. It, that, I guess that's all right, you know. And it's good to have this conversation about it. It's good that people are talking about it. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree one hundred percent. Hey, uh, I know this is off topic, but I did want to shout out one of our listeners, uh, Gabriel Imperiano. He's our listener from Brazil. Yeah, that's awesome. That is awesome. Go Brazil. So, I mean, honestly, I wonder, like, what he thinks about this. I mean, I don't know. It's like, I think, honestly, that some of us in uh, in the U.S., we're pretty, like, we're pretty bitter and jaded fucks. You know what I mean? <laughs> Definitely. We are. I think, like, you know, honestly, like, okay, think about it this way. Um, when a movie first comes out, most of these movies are released internationally, right? Right, right. And, and you go to Rotten Tomatoes, and you look at the reviews, and you look at the scores, and, and they're really always high. And then they hit the U.S. And <laughs> yeah. everybody in the United States thinks there's a fucking critic. Yeah. So I wonder, I, w- I would be interested to hear, like, what, you know, some of our, uh, you know, listeners from, like, Brazil or Canada or, you know, uh, o- over in Europe and things like that, what they think about this casting. So, you know, if you are in, a, in another country, you know, um, you know, message us on Facebook or let us know through uh, email. You can contact us. Uh, comments at popcultureleftovers.com. So I'd be interested to hear that. Yeah, it is interesting because they view actors like Ben Affleck def- differently in other countries than we do. You know, our our big actors are different over there, just like their big actors are probably different over here. So it'd be cool to hear what, what you guys are thinking about it everywhere, you know? Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, but I mean, we've got some really vocal fans. Were there any other posts that you guys wanted to read in particular? 
Not, not lost everybody it. all at once. Jay, Jay just hit the wrong button. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just totally lost it here. I, I did too. I was, look, I was trying to find, uh, I was looking at Gabriel's name, and so now I've totally like scrolled over that. Yeah, that I hit the wrong. Sorry. Sorry, Army. And of course, Sorry, Army. Chad's, Chad's no help as usual. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, there is one that, I mean, kind of relates to what I was saying earlier. Gregory, uh, Gregory, Gregory, (laughs) (laughs) Gregory, 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 we're just going to shit on your name. (laughs) (laughs) This is a classic case of studio going with a big name actor over a more appropriate, lesser known actor. And I would wholeheartedly agree with that. I mean, it, it didn't have to be done. There were plenty of obvious, really cool choices for this film, people that wanted to do it, and they went with this guy. Um, again, I, I really think it was the studio's decision and, and less what they really wanted to do with this film or what should have been done. Right. What about – I love Aaron Felder's response. I am happy that people will finally hate a Batman movie again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, of course. Again, Aaron. Aaron, knew, knew you going to say that. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron Felder, he uh, he is responsible for our logo. So thank you, Aaron. Yes, thanks, yeah. Aaron. Because of that, we'll put up with your jaded comment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, and it's it, uh, Craig Clifton. I think he says at least like. At least two or three times here, he's bringing up Michael Keaton. Like, I don't understand the comparisons to Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton. Yeah, I mean, if you didn't get past Michael Keaton, I think that's an issue. <laughs> well, maybe maybe Ben Affleck should star in Mr. Mom. Yeah. The reboot. I mean, yeah. It, and then we can do a proper... If he does just as good as <laughs> Michael Keaton did in the original Mr. Mom... If Ben Affleck can do that first, you know, if he can prove himself in a Mr. Mom reboot, then we'll hand him the reins to Batman. Yeah, if you're as good as Michael Keaton, then you've got it. I like I like <laughs> er, I like Eric Wade's response. Toss it. <laughs> <laughs> um, right to the point, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Ryan from uh, Chuck and Ryan's Star Joe's podcast. He gives it a t- he gives it a taste that, um, and, but he does explain. I thought it was a joke at first. I don't dislike Affleck, but just didn't see him as Batman. But I didn't see Keaton as Batman back in the day either. So I'll give him a chance at least as far as the initial trailer. So I mean that that does make sense. Um, that's reasonable. That's yeah. reasonable. So, um. I don't know, but yeah, we we have some great fucking listeners. You guys are awesome. Um, I hope we get more. I love hearing your input. The only thing I like the tight knit group we have right now, and it's like it's scary as we kind of grow. That I don't want it to feel like our show is not as personalized to the people that we have listening right now from like the ground floor. And uh, I love every each and every one of you that support this show, and I can't thank you any further. Oh, and to be an official member of the Leftover Army. You have you have to leave us a review on iTunes, preferably a favorable one, um, especially if you want to be a member of the army. But if you get on <laughs> iTunes, leave us a, a uh, it really helps us get ranked and uh, it just helps us feel good about ourselves and and uh, not, uh, you know, rock back and forth in, in the corner crying. <laughs> <at night>. Aww. <laughs> 
So uh, I don't know. Did you guys have anything else you wanted to add, or do you think we're ready to wrap this sucker up? No, I think it's awesome, and I think if 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 you guys do leave a comment on iTunes, set, you know, send it to our Facebook. That's again kind of where we really are, where we really uh, get to interact with you guys and talk about things. So um, if you could, I mean, if if you do leave a review, please kind of post it on the Facebook page. If you're not a part of it, please find us on Facebook, Pop Culture Leftovers, of course. And uh, we we love talking to everybody. It's great. That's that's kind of the best part of the show. Yeah. Um, through the week is just kind of getting to talk to you guys and hearing your opinions on things. So, um, also check out our articles on uh, popcultureleftovers.com. Uh, Lauren Cates has a really good article uh, for Once Upon a Time up on. I the love site. that article. She's a great writer. Everybody should check that stuff out. Uh, Dave Griffin always has great comic book reviews. He's got the yes. uh, Enter the Batfleck uh, article up uh, where he talks about uh, Ben Affleck being the new Batman. Definitely check that out. So check out our website. Every once in a while, we've got uh, some polls on the website. I'm going to put a new poll up either today or tomorrow, and that poll will be, do you like the Ben Affleck casting? Yes or no? It's going to be a uh, just a yes or a no. Uh, no, should I do a... Uh, should I do toss it, taste it, Tupperware? Yes. Yeah, that's absolutely. What we'll do. That's what we'll do. Yeah, it won't be. That'll yesterday. be fun. Yeah, we'll do toss it, taste it, Tupperware. Um, but uh, yeah, hey, uh, big announcement: Dan Hill will be back with us next week. Um, next week, who knows? I mean, we may even change our plans for what we have next week. They might announce uh, Rick Moranis as the next. Uh, I don't Lex know. Luther. Lex Luthor. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> Riddler, maybe. I Tupperware that decision. Maybe, maybe Riddler. <laughs> so, all right. Yeah, definitely check out the website. Uh, you know, contact us. Uh, whatever. We like hearing from you. So, fuck it. We're done. <laughs> We're the leftovers. Tupperware party. (laughs) (laughs) Let's wrap it up. Hey, hey, instead of actually... We're the leftovers, fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's our new... That's the way we end the show from now on. (laughs) We're the leftovers, fuck it. <laughs> Fuck this noise later. <laughs> no, it's, it, instead of having our actual theme song play, we should all th- sing it right now. Okay. Okay, you guys ready? Uh... <laughs> uh, you, you start, we'll join in. Okay. There's already like 7 million podcasts Podcast. singing about what? And all that. Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rap. But it's all been done before. We don't want to be, be a copycat. We're the leftovers, We're the picking, leftovers up the picking up the scraps. Dropped by the cool kids. It's a, it's a trap. Gonna toss it. Gonna taste it. Tupperware and honey. Yada, yada. Chad Michaels Project. Something, 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 the pop culture. Like, leftovers. And we're the uncool, and we're the uncool kids. kids. What's to say has already been said. Leftovers. leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's and singing, singing this pop culture pop leftovers. Leftovers. Yeah. Dude, we nailed that. <laughs> <laughs> like, we nailed that like Jake's mom. Oh. oh shit! <laughs> Hitting close to home. No, I'm not. I'm gonna edit that out. That's horrible. <laughs> you can leave that in. I don't give a fuck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're the leftovers. Fuck it. Yeah, uh, 
All right. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Be safe. Be safe. <laughs> Enjoy fucking my mom. <laughs> oh, my. Buckle your seatbelts. Always look both ways before crossing the street. <laughs> Always carry exact bus change. <laughs> use a condom. Sometimes use two of them. <laughs> Don't spit in the wind. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> On second thought, don't don't fuck Jake's mom. <laughs> don't fuck Jake's mom. All right, we'll see you guys next week. I smell a PSA coming. <laughs> one of those. The more you know. Don't want to know too much. Yeah. All right. Was this possible? All right. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Pop Culture Leftovers. Congratulations. I don't know how you did it. I couldn't do it. You people need a t-shirt saying, I just listened to two hours of nonsensical crap. Anyway, if you'd like to reach the Pop Culture Leftovers cast, you can email them at comments at popcultureleftovers.com. You can also follow them on Twitter at PC Leftovers or like their Facebook page. They'd love to hear from you. Ready like 7 million podcasts Talking about pop culture and all that Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat But it's all been done before and we don't want to be a copycat We're the leftovers picking up the scraps Dropped by the cool kids it, it, It's a trap Good and toss it, good and taste it Do we love it? Hey, let's face it Can't erase it, let's embrace it Tupperware party Subculture spill over like a vulture Carryover, counterculture, pushovers Pop culture Leftovers And with the uncool kids What's to say's already been said Leftovers Pretty sure that the only talent Is the band that's singing this Pop culture leftovers Podcasts that are original and good have already been done before, so we should Separate the wheat from the shaft And we're the shaft, the crap, even though we're the shit Woo! We're the leftovers picking up the scraps Dropped by the cool kids it, it, It's a trap! Good and toss it, good and taste it Do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it Let's embrace the Tupperware party Subculture spill over like a vulture Carryover, counterculture, pushovers Pop culture, leftovers And with the uncool kids What's to say's already been said Leftover Pretty sure that the only talent Is the band that's singing this Pop culture leftovers Good it Do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it, let's embrace it Tupperware party Subculture spill over like a vulture Carryover, counterculture, pushovers Pop culture Leftovers And with the uncool kids What's to say's already been said Leftovers Pretty sure the only talent Is the band that's singing this Pop culture leftovers you know, I, I, there's a funny thing when you look at Ben in, in, and part of the reason why there's such a great admiration for him at, at this stage in his career is because, you know, he had uh, he was in actor jail for a couple of years. We've all done it. I did Batman and Robin. Trust me, I know. Um, and it, a lot of times it's very it's it's how you handle yourself when things are not going particularly well. That's how you, that's what uh, creates a career as opposed to just, you know, you had a good run. Uh, 
he directed his way out of this. He got in it. He did Gone Baby Gone. It was a terrific film. It made money. Then he did The Town. It was a big hit and a really good film. And this is a step even further in the right direction. And, it's, and, it, and it continued to make money. Movies like this make money. You get to make more movies like this. That's what he did. And what, that's what he brought to this film. And I can't, uh, I can't tell you how, uh, how, how, how proud we are to have worked with him and how much I hate him. it's true he's great thank you you know I really really agree with what he's saying about you know you have to remember we got these nominations a wonderful thing a wonderful kind of exciting thing to frame it as being about like uh, the the nomination I didn't get um, uh, like I also didn't get the acting nomination (laughs) and notice no one was saying I got snubbed there Um, (laughs) 